the righteousness of faith. Father, thank you for your word. I ask you to feed our spirits, renew our mind, and cause this word to be medicine and healing to our physical bodies. For you sent your word and healed us, and your word is medicine to all of our flesh. Lord, thank you that you give us insight, concept, and ideas into your word so that we may understand you, so that we may understand who we are, what you've called us into, and how we can live successfully in this new covenant, this covenant of grace, this covenant that started with Abraham, this everlasting covenant of blessing. Thank you for it. We believe we receive it, and I declare that everyone that is listening has ears to hear what you're speaking to us, and I have words to speak. In the name of Jesus. Go with me, please, to Galatians chapter 2, verse 20. And we pick up reading with verse 20. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live in the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. I do not frustrate the grace of God, for if righteousness comes by the law, then Christ is dead in vain. Now back up, verse 20, crucified with him crucified with Christ. I am. I am, or in other words, I have been, past tense, crucified with Jesus, the anointed one, when he hung on that cross. This is covenant. This is union in relationship with him. This is him as our covenant substitute. This is substitution and identification. And what that means is Jesus is Jesus was our covenant substitute. He was our covenant representative. We are a family. He had us in mind when he did what he did. He did not do it for himself. He did not need to be redeemed. He came to redeem us, but we could not do it. We man, fallen man, the race of Adam, from the garden up until he came and everyone that would be born after him that comes into this earth is born naturally must be born again Jesus said must be born from above must be born of the spirit you're born of the flesh that's fallen you need to be born of the spirit and raised with him now so often I'm speaking for myself I've looked at Jesus on the cross and saw Jesus on the cross and rightly so and then if you start thinking about it the crucifixion scene who do you identify with do you identify with the Roman soldiers that were doing the act of crucifixion do you identify with the mockers 
Do you identify with the Jewish leadership and the priests that demanded his crucifixion? Do you identify with all those disciples and people that loved him that were hiding? Do you identify with those at the foot of the cross that were looking on him? Or do you identify with Jesus hanging on that cross? According to this verse here, we should be identifying with Jesus. I don't mean that we could have done it ourselves and it should have been us and he didn't have to. What I mean is he was our substitute. We were crucified with him. He was crucified, but we were crucified with him. Not instead of, with. He carried us with him. He absorbed all the curse, all the sin, all of fallen humanity into himself. He first came to the earth through a virgin womb and he entered the race of man living as a man. And then at the end of his ministry, he absorbed that curse. He hung on that cross. We identify with that. And according to other writings, we were buried with him in baptism and raised through faith in the operation of God unto a new creation. We were crucified with Christ. Think that. This is covenant. You need to understand covenant to get this. Identify with Jesus crucified and raised from the dead. Now, because we've been crucified with Christ, that old sin nature's dead. That old man is dead. We've been raised to new life. Now it says, Christ lives in me. That means Holy Spirit has come. Holy Spirit has moved in. You have received him by faith. And now we live in the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Jesus had faith to do what he did. Jesus had faith to fulfill the law, to identify with the law and everything written in the law and the prophets and find himself and follow that through and fulfill the law all the way to hanging on that cross, to going to hell, to defeating the enemy, to rising up again from the dead and taking us all the way to the right hand of the Father, seated at the Father's right hand in Christ Jesus. This is what Ephesians 2 tells us. Hallelujah. And now it says we live by his faith. We live in his faith. Christ lives in me. In me. Flip over quickly to John chapter 16 and we'll see what Jesus said about him going away, or in other words, going unto the Father, which was after the crucifixion. He was raised from the dead, and when he raised from the dead, he went and got his body, and then he went up to the Father. Now in John chapter 16, verse 7, Nevertheless, I tell you the truth, it is expedient or it is profitable or better for you, advantageous for you, it's good for you, that I go away. For if I go not away, the Comforter will not come unto you, but if I depart, I will send him unto you. The Comforter is Holy Spirit. The Comforter is His Spirit. The Comforter is the Spirit of Christ. Jesus said that if he would go away, he would pray the Father to send us his spirit. 
Now back in, now down in verse 13, he says, When the Spirit of truth is come, he will guide you into all truth. He shall not speak of himself. Whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. He shall glorify me. He shall receive of mine and show it unto you. Now that's Holy Spirit. That's the Spirit of Christ. That is what he's referring to in verse 20 of Galatians 2. Christ lives in me. In order to be a new creation in Christ Jesus, Holy Spirit has to come. Now by faith we can receive his fullness and go even further. Now let's move on here to verse 21. I do not frustrate the grace of God. Don't frustrate the grace of God. And what does he mean by that? If righteousness comes by the law, then Christ is dead in vain. So, there's two ways to get things according to this scripture. There's the law, which was the law of Moses, which was doing things to earn a benefit, or grace, which is receiving something freely given. I do not frustrate the grace of God. The Amplified Bible says, do not set aside, invalidate, frustrate, and nullify the grace of God. The grace of God. What is His grace? His grace is His free favor. It's His covenant love gift and every gift that comes with that. It's His willingness to use His power and ability on our behalf because He loves us. Because He loves us. Stop focusing on because we don't deserve it. He did it anyway. Focus in on He loves me. He loves me so much that He sent Jesus. Jesus loves me so much that he did what he did and lived as a man and is still and forever will be a man, a resurrected, glorified, new creation man. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now, law refers to deeds, behavior, works to earn a benefit. It can even be self-righteousness, which is pride. Now, we talk a lot about on here, especially reading the book of Galatians and through the epistles of Paul, a lot about the law and not always but often it's referring to the law of Moses not the law of faith or the law of righteousness or other things that can be law there's many spiritual laws there's laws of giving and receiving but what we're specifically talking about here is the law of Moses this is the law that was given by Moses to the children of Israel after they came out of Egypt now, this was given to the Jews. A lot of us, most of us, are not Jew. But yet this still applies because the principle is the same. Anything that's self-righteousness, anything that's earning, any law you would set up for yourself, anything like that, the enemy can use that to take advantage of you and bring in condemnation for not doing it perfectly, flawlessly, all the time, or you're not doing what you think you should be doing, and the only reason you think you should be doing it is because someone said it, or a religious spirit, you're not doing enough, you need to do more, you need to volunteer more, you need to give more, you need to work harder, you need to love better, you need to do this, you need, 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 need. Anyone been there? The law 
is not what we're under. And we're not going to frustrate the grace of God by getting stuck in that loop. We're going to receive His grace. And His grace is His ability, His power working in us and working through us. It's His, according to the Strong's Concordance, it's His divine influence on our heart and its reflection in the life. We are to live from the inside out. Now, Galatians 3, verse 1. Oh, foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you? Who's fascinated you? Who's cast a spell over you that you should not obey the truth? Before whose eyes Jesus Christ has evidently been set forth, crucified among you. You saw that Jesus is crucified. You know that Jesus was crucified. Those of us that didn't see him, but saw it in the spirit and saw it through the word and believe it with all of our hearts, we know that Jesus was crucified and raised from the dead. So why would you not obey the truth? Well, John chapter 1 verse 17 says that grace and truth came by Jesus Christ, but the law came by Moses. Jesus brought grace and truth. He did not bring the law. He came to fulfill the law. He brought grace, which we've been talking about, and truth. Now, a time previous, when we were talking in Galatians 2, we were referring to Peter and what he did and not walking uprightly. Now, Galatians 2.14 says, When I saw they walked not uprightly according to the truth of the gospel didn't walk in righteousness according to the truth of the gospel. Grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. Jesus sent the spirit of truth, the gospel, grace, favor, <laughs> is the truth. It's the truth. This only, verse 2 now, this only would I learn of you. Receive the spirit by the works of the law, the law of Moses, or by the hearing of faith. How did you receive the Spirit? Did you earn Holy Spirit? Or did you receive Holy Spirit by hearing? And faith came by hearing, and you received. You believed, and you received. Are you so foolish, having begun in the Spirit? Are you now made perfect by the flesh? Have you suffered so many things in vain, if it yet be in vain? He therefore that ministers to you the Spirit and works miracles among you, does he do it by the works of the law of Moses, or does he do it by the hearing of faith? Miracles. Have you ever received a miracle? Did it come by keeping a law? Did it come by earning it? Did it come by begging, 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 begging? Did it come by finally getting everything right, whatever right is, according to the way you think, or what someone taught you, maybe they were wrong. Is that how your miracle came? Or was it the grace of God? Was it the love of God? Was it believing His Word and receiving it and declaring it and accepting it into your life? How'd the Spirit come? Now, the Spirit is from the inside out. Righteousness is from the inside out. Grace is from the inside out. The law is from the outside in. Funny thing is, <laughs> it can never change the inner man. It can only go so far. It cannot penetrate 
all the way down into that inner man and make a new creation. That had to come by faith. The righteousness that began with the Spirit, in our spirit, in our inner man, by faith, cannot be improved upon or completed by the flesh, by the senses, or by the law of Moses. So I challenge you to realize that righteousness is by faith. Being made right and everything right in your life is going to come by faith from the inside out. Your behavior will change based on who you are inside, how you're thinking, and what your nature is. If you're trying to do it from the outside, if you haven't found out already, you're running in circles. So I'm going to leave you with that. And I say, Father, cause this word to make faith in the heart of every person that heard it so that they can be transformed by the renewing of their minds and live a successful life, receiving miracles, receiving healing, receiving your goodness and the free love gifts that you've given. Remember, the righteous by faith shall live.